Hello and welcome to the Live to Walk Again podcast. We have a special edition today with chairman of the Nisqually Indian tribe, Willie Frank III, and his amazing wife, Peg and Frank. Uh, and Peg, I know you're like the international woman of mystery. You do everything. You're, you're like the most interesting woman in the world, I would say. Um, you know, we always give that moniker out to, you know, to different people. Dick Trudell got that one, I think. And uh, But yeah, t- get, give us a little, uh, you know, rundown of what you do. I know you, you do a lot for... You run the Salmon Defense Fund. I know you you have. Uh, she does a lot for Indian country. A lot for Indian country. In yes. The state of Washington. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us about. Give us your your bio. <laughs> well, that that's quite an introduction there. I <laughs> felt my face get really red. I don't know if I am the most interesting uh, woman in the world, but uh, and I'm totally not trying to be. Uh, But my role um, here on this earth is uh, very special and the work that I get to do is um, super exciting and, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not the most, as Willie says, sexiest thing to do, but um, it really drives my passion and it serves serves my time being here, um, helping fight the good fight for our Indian people. And so one of the many things that I do is I'm the executive director for the Salmon Defense. Uh, we litigate, advocate, and educate on behalf of Pacific Northwest Salmon. We're also fundraising for the Billy Frank Jr. statue, which we'll talk about much later. Um, yeah. I also have a business with my partner, Mary Machalski. We uh, state lobby for the Stillaguamish tribe, the Ho tribe, the Squaxin Island tribe, and the Nez Perce tribe in Idaho, um, part of the Washington state, has been encroaching on their uh, their traditional territory since uh, Washington became a state. So that's why we've been enacted to uh, ac- we've been activated to work for the um, Nez Perce tribe as they're trying to um, help mitigate um, the Snake River dams because they're uh, destroying the salmon. So. And we also uh, represent a a, um, a law firm, uh, which does some amazing work too. And then um, I also have my own business, Standalone Consulting, where I uh, um, do a lot of uh, other amazing things for Indian Country. So constantly learning, constantly working, but um, always just uh, it, it drives my soul. Um, and my being to be able to do the work that I do. I'm really grateful for, I'm, I'm grateful for the work that I get to do. It's, it's fun and I feel like I'm making a difference. Oh, that, that's amazing. Uh, and I know you grew up in Wyoming, right? So what, what, um, what tribe do you come from in Wyoming? Like, give us a little bit of, of your background. Yeah, absolutely. I was born and raised on the Wind River Indian Reservation. My Arapaho name is Sainise, which means stands alone woman. Um, I am Northern Arapaho, so there's two uh, tribes that um, were were forced to be together on the Wind River Indian Reservation. Um, that's a whole nother story. And uh, the Eastern Shoshone and the Northern Arapaho. Um, I was born and raised there until I met Willie and have lived out here. I'm not going to say for how long because it really ages me and I don't <laughs> like to be aged. Um, and uh, yeah, just... Um, 
you know, grew up in a very uh, strong traditional background and also uh, my dad is non-native, so I've had the best of both worlds um, growing up uh, playing sports and um, powwowing, so just, you know, having to uh, learn how to walk in a balance but also appreciate the best of everything when everything around us is always so chaotic. So were you... Have you always kind of been called to, you know, native activism, I guess? I don't know what, like, kind of term you want to put on it. But, like, when you were back home in in Wyoming on the Wind River Reservation, was that, like, something that you kind of were, was always in you to to want to to fight for for native uh, rights and, um, you know, just helping the the native people in in general? Yeah, so um, my... My dad's family, they're, uh, my dad's the third generation to grow up on um, the Wind River Indian Reservation. My great-grandpa started what's called the Heinz General Store. And um, back in the, gosh, it was like 75 years ago. I, I don't remember what exact date the store was started. But before that, when um, the natives would go, when the Indians would go into town about 15 miles away, Back then, it was by wagon, uh, really slow cars, um, and that was the, it. We were put in a food desert, and so to go to town was the only way you could really get your necessities and supplies. And most often, when the Indians would make it to town, they would have to wait outside until all the white people were gone, and then they could enter the stores because that was a time when um, the stores' windows would say "No dogs and no Indians," and there were some store. Uh, store owners that you know made an exception but only until the white people were gone and so um, often uh, the white people wouldn't leave until closing and so then the store owner would come out and say well you know we're closed so you'll have to come back tomorrow so could you imagine that struggle and so my um my great-grandpa, Paul Hines, uh, amazing man, he moved out to the reservation and he started the Hines General Store. And um, he he's seen a niche and then he also um, built his family and built his life there. And since then, my, um, my grandpa owned the store and then now my dad and his brothers do and maybe I someday will. Um, but it's just, uh, so there's that part of it where, you know, there's, some kind of activism um, business in me and then also um, my grandpa Nelson White Eagle Senior he was on um, the business council which is like the tribal council of our of our tribe um, most of my life up until I think I was 24 years old and so I would be um, sent places with him that were locally I, I always wonder why I would have to go with my grandpa alone to like meetings and stuff but I think it I think of it as um my mom trained me at a young age to just sit still and listen <laughs> and so they probably um knew that I would just sit by my grandpa and I wouldn't wander off and I would listen and take things and so I think it was just kind of um inherently built into me to um listen learn and find um, help find solutions and be uh solution oriented and I used to want to be um, on my tribal council, and I don't think that'll ever um, come to fruition just because 
you know, who knows how long Willie will be on tribal council, but involved in his tribe. Um, and I don't, I don't really see us moving home, but yeah. um, someday in some capacity, I will go home and help my tribe. That's very cool. And that's so amazing. Like, yeah, you come from a long line. Of, you, know, you can tell that there's, there's a long line of activism on both sides. Like you mentioned, you know, that you, you have a non-native side of your family and then a native side as well. Um, that, that's so cool that they were, you know, that, that the non-native side was so willing to, to was working to help the native people um, there on the Wind River Reservation. Um, and speaking of, you know, how you mentioned that having to like sit in on these meetings with your with your grandfather when you were a child, I know Willie's talked a lot about that too. Like that maybe it's like seems annoying at the time, or like why am I stuck here with with all these old people just talking and not even knowing all the, of the, the the great knowledge that you're picking up at the time so that's uh that's very very cool i'm glad i like i didn't even know all of this about you so i'm so glad to get to dive in this is great um you know let's talk about the salmon defense fund for a second and i want to know like so when did that start how did you get involved um and what what's the goal like where where can we donate What's, what's all, yeah, kind of give us the rundown of that. Absolutely. So Salmon Defense was created in 2003 uh, by Billy, uh, Billy Frank Jr., <clears throat> his uh, vision and life's work, and the 20 Western Washington tribes that make up the Northwest Indian Fish Commission. And really what they wanted to um, see out of Salmon Defense was, um, you know, a, They've watched uh, tribes go to court, um, and you know every time you go to court, it costs money, and every time you go to court, you could potentially impact your treaty right in a negative way, and so you know that's 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 a lot to lose for everything that these tribes have been fighting for here, and so it it really was created as a. Um, as a as a litigation arm for the tribes as a citizen so salmon defense could enter in to a lawsuit as a citizen since we're a 501c3 okay <clears throat> and so our board um our board is compromised or is a uh, composed of it um at one point billy was our chairman our chairwoman is now nancy ship and tower games who we hope to bring here soon um we have a little group of uh, strong, amazing ladies that we call our Salmon Sisters, and we were able to get on Lululemon's platform and do a podcast similar about um, the state of our salmon um, here in Washington State and um, what we need people to do as we're over the crossroads of our salmon disappearing and um, them going into a quasi-extinction. So in 25 years, um, we will begin to see the salmon go extinct if we don't do the hard stuff now, which is... Uh, which yeah, what, is what do we need to do to... We need the political will to um, input these um, regulatory backstops that we need for salmon. Our state is growing too big. It's growing too big and too fast um, without consideration of water uh, resources and um, and salmon salmon are not uh, included in our growth management act and so we need to the tribes have had you know in 2011 I think though uh, 
the treaty rights at risk was created. It's a, it's a white paper that Billy created during the Obama administration, and it's a list of solutions that would help, that will help, um, and it was created by the best policy folks, the best scientists, um, that these solutions that these tribes have and keep putting forward are um, what is needed to save the salmon but we just don't have the political will. So, um, you know, this is a good start by being on here on um, you allowing us to be uh, on this, on your platform. I think it's a good start to let people know that um, the state could be a state that doesn't have the iconic salmon if we don't do anything. That would be tragic. I mean, on so many levels, because yeah, we're so, we're so well known for salmon, Northwest salmon, you know, it's, it's definitely one of the, one of the things that, that our, our state and Oregon and, and a lot of the Pacific Northwest is known for. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah. one of the, um, you know, one of the most basic things, it's, uh, it's really simple. It's not really rocket science, but, you know, when Billy used to always say, when the salmon are healthy, we are healthy. So when they're drink, when the salmon are, um, you know, living in clean, cool water, that means we have clean, cool water. And so as the salmon's environment is toxic and we can see it when we study it, um, all of the, all of the, uh, all of the toxins that are found in the salmon and then they're, um, the deadly ecosystem that, that they run into, um, and experience die off in, um, that's a testament to what our society is. And one of the things that just made so much sense to me when I asked Billy. Um, it was a foolish question that I asked Billy. I, I, you know, I couldn't understand for the life of me uh, why, why this elderly man, why my, um, why my uh, partner at the time, Willie, now he's my husband, why um, this elderly, this amazing elderly Indian man was going all over the place, was going here and there and traveling so much and working so hard. And I foolishly asked him, when are you going to retire? <laughs> well, it wasn't. I don't think it was foolishly. <laughs> and he, um, he said, he, you know, we, it was when we lived out on, on Puget Beach oh, yeah, there. Jeremy knows, yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, he pointed out to the water and he said, you see that? That's poison. And he said, if I can just bring a back a balance to that watershed then our humanity will be okay and that was in 2005 and so you know uh, being connected having an inherent connection as an Indian woman um, and just have it's so simple right then I got it and I said I thought to myself you know that that is like that's amazing that's incredible I need to learn from him yeah, and that's the thing. Like he didn't. I mean, yeah, he never even thought about retiring. He worked till the day he died, like, the working day, yeah. on this. And that's that's the hard thing I think about our natural resources. Um, looking through our our tribal lens is that all of our uh, all of our natural resource warriors, our um, sovereignty warriors, our treaty treaty rights warriors, they put their life and they dedicate their life to this cause and to this fight so all of our people can be healthy and that's just not indian people that's all of us it's all of us all of our health and they fight we're all connected it doesn't matter yeah. i mean 
yeah, like if we, if the salmon aren't healthy, then we're we're the water we're drinking is not good, and the food we're eating is not good, and they yeah. fight, yeah, and they fight to their last breath. Um, we've seen that with several of our warriors, and it's it's hard to see that, but then it just um, we have to pick it up and we have to do it, and we have to start working together and working smarter, not harder, and actually listening to these tribes and not expecting us to carry all the work forward not to do all the work like uh, we need our partners to to step up and help us um, help us hold the line and get us get us to where we need to be so that our people can be healthy again that that's amazing that's amazing work that you're doing uh, as heading this thing up kind of taking the torch from from Billy and, and really really running with it um, what and I know you're doing some. Um, you, you guys are raising funds for for the salmon defense, um, and, and you know, talk about that. Talk about some of the things you guys do to raise money, to where people can can go to donate if they would like to. Um, and yeah, just yeah, absolutely. So um, salmon defense manages the um, the endowment fund for Billy Frank Jr. Um, during his birthday, uh, his 75th birthday, we created the Billy Frank Jr. Salmon Forever Fund. And so that was that was pretty much while he was here to be his war chest. And um, it's, uh, you know, it was to be used for litigation and scholarship, a scholarship fund. And so we're trying to get to a million dollars to begin giving out scholarships. And then, um, million dollars will be able to run our own sustainable communications campaign to really teach the people and educate people about um, not just our tribes but um, salmon and um, our our connection our um, ecological connection to the salmon and so um, when the the uh, billy frank jr statue bill was passed we created a honor a legacy commit to action campaign and with the help of the Nisqually tribe the Tulalip tribes and um, the Jamestown tribe and um, several individual donors we were the first to give $70,300 to the state treasury office for um, the Billy Frank Jr. statue Um, and we we sent that money over in March and so the statue is going to cost about $500,000 we have to um, that includes removing the Marcus Whitman statue from statutory hall in Washington DC and then um, you know placing him back over placing that statue over in Walla 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 somewhere and then um, building the statue and taking the Billy statue over to statutory hall Two and years, Jay. We got two years, and it'll be done. Yeah. So the nice. the nice. deadline for this all to take place and for uh, Billy to be secured into statutory hall is the end of December 2024. And so um, you can give two to the years. state uh, treasury department, or you can um, if you give through Salmon Defense, that helps us um, build the Billy Frank Jr. Um, endowment the salmon forever fund and also um, contribute to the to the statue um, and I have I don't have the link per se maybe we can put I'll, it I'll, on I'll the, add it in the notes awesome yeah. but I think it's I think the statue thinking about that I don't think any of us really realize how 
excuse my language, but fucking amazing this is going to be. Yeah. One, I mean, I, it hasn't hit me yet either. So, I mean, like, the work, she's, she's being humble too, Jay. Like, right. I don't even want to talk. You can just talk to her. Yeah. Because I finally got her to talk, so <laughs> just let her keep going. And once she gets her train of thought in, but really, I mean, it's going to be amazing that this is somebody that we all knew. I mean, this is his, his yeah. grand grandpa. Like, I mean, this is... Yeah. This, I mean, I, I'm... Yeah, I don't think... Like seeing, yeah, seeing a statue of your dad in statutory hall in the capital, but also, US capital, the, I mean. you know, the more important part is that, you know, within 50 years since the Bolt decision, we now have one of our own as Nisqually people in statutory hall representing the state of Washington. Yeah. That's huge. 50 years ago, we, my dad was still getting beaten and thrown in jail, right. you know, and two years from now we celebrate Bolt 50. And so, I mean, you think about so that. So it's going to end coinciding with the statue going up. I mean, that's, yeah, you must be proud, man. I mean, both of you guys. Well, I, and, I, and I think I think the state should be proud, though, because this is somebody yeah. who represents the whole state. Absolutely. Everything he did, it wasn't for just the tribes or Nisqually. It was for to make this a better place. And I think once we get the, um, once we really start rolling out the fundraising effort, I think it'll be a pretty simple process. I think people will want to give to this. Yeah, and so Willie is the uh, the bill called for creating a um, a committee by the governor's office, and so Willie actually is the chair of of the committee, and it's comprised of um, leadership, uh, state legislator leadership, uh, the speaker of the house, Lori Jenkins, Lieutenant Governor, Lieutenant Governor Heck, um, minority. Wilcox leader senator uh john braun and minority house leader uh um jt wilcox and then we have the arts commission and then we have the um gosh who are our other i don't know but you really are the ultimate woman of mystery because you just reeled that off really good there that was awesome but and it's um, an amazing group of people but we're we representative leckanoff is on there um we just found out, though, yeah. that the um, committee is Chairman not Allen. a Chairman Allen, uh, Vice Chairman Patrick DePoe. So it's it's a small subgroup of amazing people. But we just found out in our second meeting uh, this week, actually, that the committee is not allowed to fundraise. It's a legality. So it's a kind of so weird. Like, we're, yeah, it's we're, getting it, we're getting ourselves together on how we can. We don't want to um, do anything that we can know, fundraise without. Yeah. Uh, obstructing the law flags. and you know there's always those haters out there who would probably love to see something happen right now <laughs> yeah. with the statue and the fundraising so we just want to make sure we do it right but the most exciting thing is um the rfp for the call for artists will be going out um i thought it was supposed to go out friday but i didn't see a hmm. notification we got the timeline. i'll, I'll send you the timeline and stuff Jay. You can get yeah it. absolutely the um It'll go out, and with the $70,000 that we've raised, that'll help us commission an artist uh, when we choose, when the committee chooses an artist in August, and then uh, it'll help them begin to um, do the casting of the... Um, Bronze, or the... Um, the the mock Yeah, the mock Okay. So... Um, well, we should see. We might a have to use Trey for that, though, man. He was kind of about the same size, shoulders as his grandpa. You know, we might have to use Trey. Well, for the that. mocket will be like a mini, oh, like a okay. like a well, one. Keep that hair yeah, long, Trey. Be... Keep that hair long. Yeah. Tiny so, one. so the the committee and uh, the statue stuff is is really getting rolling. There was a so lot of good exciting. energy on yeah. the call. I noticed. That's great. 
I know um, last time you were here, the, there was a kid from Oregon State that had done a small oh, yeah, short film. Uh, yeah. So, uh, is he going to continue kind of documenting well, the, so, the journey of this? The, you know, he, uh, Caleb, he was a student. His father works for us. He uh, represents one of the legal firms, tribal firms that we work with out of Portland. And his son was doing that project last year and um, for his senior project, I think it was. And uh, he ended up saying, hey, could I come up? You know, my son wants to know if you could use this for a class, you know. So it turned out to this great 10-minute short film. It's called Nisqually Moving Forward. Uh, he won a bunch of awards for it. Nice. Out of Portland. And it was shown at the film fe festival down in Olympia. Okay. And so he kind of started awesome. this, like, and we didn't think anything of it. Like, Trey was with us. Peg's dad was with us that day. We were just kind of out there shooting it for the... The project for you school. Had the, you had the dope, uh, the dope oh. uh, throwback jersey yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I told you, like, his dad sent me that. Yeah. He's a throwback jersey, a Rainier right. Beach Jamal Crawford. That's but, right. So I talked to Caleb two weeks ago, and we're going to try to get some time to come up. Really kind of just figure out what the next part of this story is, because there's so much going on with Nisqually. But I think people really need to understand who my dad was and really understand that everything he did in his life was for us in here. It was for that next generation, you know, and I think we live in a very selfish time right now, you know, as human beings. And it's nobody's fault. It's the world we live in and everything that around us. And Peg and I talk about it all the time, just about being grounded, about spirituality. And, and it's not even going to, you know, whatever spirituality is for people, it's different for everybody. For me, it's being outside, being on that river. That's that helps me heal. Yeah. You know, but the thing about it is, is that every everybody is different and we got to be. We got to be grounded. We got to remember who we are. And that was the one thing about my dad. What you see is what you got. You know, he wasn't different. You know, when he got home, he was the same person. You know, he had that big come up and give you that hug. And yeah. we were actually so today, I didn't tell you today, we were on the river with Congressman Kilmer this oh, morning. Right. And it I was did. just, I saw Peg so it was, and we kept it very, it was just beautiful. him and his, his uh, wife and his two kids. Oh, and nice. so I told the congressman about two years ago, you know, he was having a tough time when Trump was in office. I said, hey, you ever want to come down on the river, you and your family, you know, weekend, tell me. And so we finally did it today. We just went down at 11 this morning. Um, it was the two of us and, and him and his family, you know, and I asked him when I got down there, I was like, Congressman, do you ever get a chance to do this? He's like, never. He's like, I don't ever get a chance to go anywhere like, you know, places public where you'd be in the water. People talk to him and mm -hmm. and it was pretty cool to see. And we got the chance to meet his teenage kids. They were pretty fun. It was pretty funny. We had, a, you That's know, you cool. think about it. We all got a lot more in common, really, you know, yeah. and, and to really just and we could talk and it all ties into what we're doing with the governor, with everything else, you know. Right. But, you know, these people, if you get a chance, Jay, look up uh, my dad's services when he had all those speakers and Derek Kilmer spoke. Yeah. And I he, remember, I remember being And he talks being about, there. you know, my dad always used to, uh, people thought Derek's name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> they didn't like, they were sworn. My dad did not know Derek Kilmer's real name because every time he saw him, he'd say, God damn it, Jesus Christ and give him a hug. <laughs> so Derek was like a freshman in the, uh, in the US Congress and he's yeah. getting teased by other folks about that. <laughs> so he tells a great story, but you know, and, and it's not about, you know, I told Peg, I was like, that's probably the first time he never, nobody tried to sell him on anything. You know, I told him, he goes, well, you guys gotta be back. I said, it's your day, man, you know, whatever you want. Getting to know these people, you know, they're humans just like us, Right. you know, and we all like, you know, I, I look at my nephew here and I look at my niece, 
you know, I look at the next generation and like to see these guys, that gives me hope. And that that helps me get up every morning to go because I know at least I have two people in my family who are going to carry on this legacy. But also, you know, hope that others around their age will start to really want to learn to who of who they are. And for us at Nisqually, our history is right here. You know, and it's always kind of uh, there was always kind of that separation between Frank's Landing and Nisqually, and I, and we're done with that. And so it's like bringing everybody back together because that's that's what Frank's Landing com- Indian community was. That was a place where everybody came together. You know, and and I feel like none of our families are together anymore. Our communities are whether you're native, non-native, it doesn't matter. You know, I was uh, I, you remember Ron Miller? Yeah. So Ron uh, Ron came over to help fix our sink the other day. Now, oh, wow. him and Ryan, they're really good friends. Still. Okay, yeah. And so I asked Ron, I said, when you were a kid, did you eat dinner with your parents every night? Like grades probably one through nine, maybe eight. Yeah. And he said, well, yeah. And I said, do you think kids do that anymore? And he's like, oh, no, they don't. You know, nobody, there's no family values anymore. But there's no more value, you know, as humans. And that's what my dad had. And that was what, you know, that made him so amazing, my grandpa. You know, it was about they knew who they were and they knew where they were going. Right. You know, and it's like the society we live in today, everybody's so negative. And then, man, it's it's hard to stay positive, but we got to keep moving. Jay, you inspire me, man. Every day, man. Seriously. You same from you. You do the same for me, Willie. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always say this. I, I've probably said it like every time you're on, but I think, you know, we obviously you had your dad as a dad. So it was different, but like getting to like be at your house and like, see the way yeah your family was always like so open and welcome and you know like loved all of mm-hmm. all of your friends too and like invited us in like we were family and i think we just didn't probably appreciate what we had oh, no. when we had it you know no, you I mean? don't well thinking and, about here jay i i'll never forget trey the only time i ever lost my shorts on the back of a tube was his dad <laughs> towing us around this lake man yeah, i must have been a freshman or sophomore yeah. like and it was like a boat full of like it was like Jessica, Jenny, Beth, like all our yeah. friends, and like I lose my shorts, and like, like his dad did off. it on purpose too, like he would whip us around. But it was so much fun though, just thinking about that though. Yeah, you know. But I'm like, I'm fucking rip my shorts off. You know, that's how fast he was oh, going. You know? But yeah, he would always beat the crap out of the, yeah, out of the boys yeah. and like take it But, take it but it's just good, you know. It's good. Here. It's good memories like that, you yeah. know. And that's what we got. You know, that's what we got to get back to of just that trust in each other. You know, Absolutely. and there's just so much craziness out there. But this is why this is so amazing with my the statue, though. Well, and yeah. I think that's, you know, what what Willie just said is, um, is getting back to uh, respecting each other. But that's also the work that we're doing. Nobody gets out into their ecosystem. Nobody really goes outside anymore and um, disconnects from these well, phones. And right. so that's well, the work we're it. trying to do Too is help low. people connect and reconnect. Saturday. And you just feel so good when you're out outside in your environment. Saturday, yesterday, we had 29 people from, uh, they, they were a nonprofit that worked with U.S. Fish and Wildlife on trying to reclaim lands, Okay. you know, for uh, just safety and make sure it doesn't get developed. So we had 29 of them yesterday and I was, you know, 29 people for five hours I had yesterday and I really had no plan, no agenda. And it was really, I don't want to say, you know, I was just tired, I guess. And but it was a great day and I'm glad I did it and pushed through it and really just got out there and talked to these people, you know, and educate them about who we are at Nisqually. You know, you don't get paid overtime for that. 
Like, you know, the work we do, the work we do, we don't get, like, people assume we get overtime, I think, and live this lavish lifestyle, but no, like, we do this because it's inside of us. Like, we know it's our role and responsibility to protect this place. You see the growth here, Jay. You lived here your whole life. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's getting overrun, and I'm sure that has a lot to do with the, the health of the salmon, all of these, you know, these the runoff of all, like, you're, we concrete everything, and there's no... Well, there's it's, no, uh, it's that connection. Left. It's the connection I see with, with my nephew Trey here. He didn't grow up here, but the time he's been here, like you could tell there's a difference between somebody who, you know, like he didn't grow up here, but he has that to the river, that connection. Yeah. Like I see it in him. It's not like he's just trying to be on the river. Like he has that connection of like, shit, I got to be on the river. And I'm the same way. And like sometimes you go to the river and it doesn't help you. Sometimes you're hoping it does, but then you got to realize there's other things out there. You got to, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. The river's not always going to be there to, but it's you know, like, but it's, it's like a place of calm. It's a church, place of calm right? and peace I mean, because that water. Would we yeah. see three eagles flying over us today? I mean, that was pretty beautiful. I mean, it was. I'm lucky. I get them out here every once in a while over the lake, and it's, well, you just like, it, I want to figure out a way to makes get me just So I got, we like, got some barges. Like, we, you could probably get on. Okay. Like, I would love to figure out a way to get you at least, we might not be able to get you up the mouth, and maybe Trey could think, you know how to get up there. Because I was with Jackson this morning, and he said, and I was like, hey, are we going to go up McAllister? He's like, no, Trey's the only one that knows how to get up there. I was like, oh, Jackson, come on. Uh, but it was cool, though, you know, and, and thinking about that, Jay could, I mean, imagine if we could get him down, at least to the mouth of the river, be comfortable there just yeah, to see I'd it. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love to. That would be great. Well, it always makes it, it this conversation's making me think of, um, there's always the uh, bills that are going through that want to help um, our people who are wanting to walk again and um, have access to, yeah. to these outdoor spaces. And maybe that's right. something that um, we can talk about yeah, and strategize about. Yeah, I know the wildlife about. refuge down there is pretty, like, pretty... Uh, no, Good we want to get you on the boat, man. But yeah, I'd love to get on the boat. Yeah, we need to make these places uh, more accessible. <laughs> well, I know we got a couple. But Trey knows how to drive the barges. I think we got a couple. Okay. No, are they easy? Yeah, see, Trey, I mean, okay. I'll be just yeah. getting you on there, making sure you're sturdy. We'll document that, man. Because you could leave. Good. You could probably get on at high tide at Lures Beach right there. You know, you remember where Lures is at, right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, you could probably just right there Oof, let's do it man. that'd be cool it'd that have to be, be a you know uh do it kind of late e or early evening or yeah i'm, we'll, I'm 100 we'll figure out a way to yeah. confiscate the boat <laughs> <laughs> well before we get too far off topic i oh, did yeah, want to yeah. um ask you peg so you you were saying well we're gonna link to the salmon defense fund on the for the show notes and where people can donate um i know you guys are going to do the billy frank jr golf tournament this like, I don't know if it's like... In yep, Trey and I are practicing right many, now. Like, what? how many years has this been going on for now? And uh, Gosh. 2004 uh, was the first 2004. year. 2004 is the... And Joanne, <laughs> before she got with Joe, Joanne was at the first <laughs> yeah, golf we tournament. Have, we have pictures of our friend Joanne. You know Joanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, participating um, as a volunteer. Because she worked for Squawks and oh, right, Handing right. out cigars for yeah, Skookum so Creek tobacco. It's been there That's since the so beginning. Funny. So, um, the, yeah, this... The golf tournament, it's now called the Billy Frank Jr. Classic. It's um, It's been sold out for since uh, oh, wait, the beginning of March. So I started She's at humble. Salmon Defense uh, in 2011. Right, I was lucky to get a job right after uh, completing my bachelor's degree. 
and it was just stuffing envelopes and so I it, for the Billy Frank Jr. Salmon Forever Fund and it was probably about a thousand envelopes that I had to stuff but I was like I'm gonna get these envelopes done and uh-huh. I I'm done stuff so it took me like a day or so and then I was like okay what's next what can I do now and so then I started um every I started writing the uh, mini grants for all of the uh, tribes that have casinos, they have the one and two percent funds, and so five hundred one c threes can apply for one percent funding, and so that's where I would say eighty percent of our funding comes from is from all of the tribal casinos. Nice. So I got I got good at that, and then just have kind of worked my She's way being up. So humble. To, like, I don't even now, want to hear it, but like... we're getting back to the golf tournament. Um, <laughs> that it it used to be really stressful and now you know just because of our amazing supporters and it's one of the most desired sought after golf tournaments on our side of the mountain simply because it's you know the billy frank jr classic but also it's a i mean yeah now they got their hotel too right yeah the the jamestown tribe um has been they donate their entire course to us um, wow. including mm-hmm. the golf carts, which is so generous. It's yeah. about a $20,000. Oh, at least. I spent like um, more now. Yeah, but... probably now with inflation and everything we're going wow. through. But um, they donate that. That's and loyalty. Then, um, yeah. Ten that's, years that's straight. Amazing. That's we've, amazing. Mm-hmm. The last three years, we've sold out um, in a record time. And this year, um, our record of announcement and release of the tournament was, uh, you know, at the beginning of March and now I have sponsors fighting over the jackets because every um, every year we give out a, a jacket, every golfer. So we usually have about 144 to 156 so, golfers. We have wow. 42 teams that participate. And so every the jacket I have on now. So, Jay, would you buy that, though, if you saw it online? Yeah, man. That's right? A, that's and all proceeds nice. went to Salmon Defense. Yeah, for sure. So And the vest. Like, so take the, unzip oh, your vest. Well, the vest I'm no, wearing no, is but the I'm Lululemon saying, but that's vest still, that they gave us. No, but that's still <laughs> Salmon Defense. Like, yeah. she's not realizing oh, yeah. this could raise money for Salmon Defense for the Billy Frank Jr. Like, the swag. It's about the swag. Yeah. Like, you always want the sweatshirts. You know you love those Billy. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the tribe does, but I'm like, the tribe would love to, don't, you know, make yeah. sure we could help out. Well, you guys got to remember we are a, a small, small, small nonprofit, and we have a lo- a small space. So once you start to, it's being able to hold hold all of your swag and right. stuff. We have a limited we have a limited um, area of space. Yeah, I got Our you. real estate is very small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, I know I was talking to you guys earlier about. Maybe we're going to set up something where me and Brandon can oh, you know, interview great, people like as they're going on to the golf course at the well, We at still got to get uh, we got to get you with I mean, De- Detlef. Yeah. Detlef. Um, Is he going to be golfing in the I, tournament? I'm hoping so. Yeah. He uh yeah, I mean, I want to I want to get these tribal leaders too. I think I Chairman Peters out. from Squaxin would be really oh, good yeah. to interview. Patrick DePoe. Like we got a list of folks we could help Yeah, you with. I would love to just get, you know, Get him on the way out before. We'll try to get Sugar too. My, oh, you know, there you if go. we could get him on it, man, we could bring him over here. He'd, yeah. he'd fit right in though. Give him, a, you know, some little couple joints. He'd be all right, ready to go. <laughs> and we we always, you know, all of our sponsors, most of them are tribal uh, tribal councils, People and then economic uh, their economic arms. But we also have, um, oh, what's we have a, a new mechanical um, electrician company. That's one of our oh. sponsors. And then oh. Cosmo Construction. Oh. Strawberry shortcake. They bring strawberry. Year. 
fresh strawberry shortcake yeah. and then salish seafoods they're mm. always on hold number oysters. one and they bring oysters oh man yeah, yeah so that's awesome on top of um getting to spend the day golfing with tribal leaders and mingling with them and all of I billy's favorite a, people i golf once a year it's really a if, yeah, that's it if we if people are looking to sponsor a tournament which 2500 it starts at 25 dollars for a team 2500 dollars. Right? 2500 my bad yeah. um that's a and you can get in because we're filling we're already i already have sponsorships into 2024 but um if People that haven't sponsored want to get in. Um, they can contact me at salmondefense.org. There's a, a a little link where they can contact us if they okay. if they're serious about sponsoring and learning about tribes and well, learning about salmon. It's fun tournament because it's the best ball. And like Trey and I, like I'm terrible at golf. I mean, we go out and just have fun. Yeah. Our our lobbyist from Washington D.C. Josh Clausey comes okay. out and like he doesn't golf either, but we're just out there and his grand you know sugar comes out and golfs and. It's the only time he golfs. He gets about ten holes, and he's probably really tired. Ready to, it's always a, a lot of fun. It's good, and like my dad. I mean, he never golfed in his life, and him and I and Sugar are golfing together. You know, and That's I mean, cool. just to see my dad out there swinging a club, I thought I'd never see that. You know, swing a club, save a salmon. You know, and, yeah, there you go. Uh, and that just goes back to how it all brings us back together. You know, not realizing that. You know, you right. think about just the 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 family ties, but. You know, somewhere down the line, we split away from that community, uh, you know, of support and just breaking bread and having dinner together. You know, how many yeah. how many people do you see when you sit at the table? Everybody on their phone doing this, doing that. Right. That's and I mean, so we good. understand it's it's technology, but oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, it's you know, you got to step away from it at some point to you know, yeah, to reconnect with your with your you know, your your loved you ones, your, you your circle, whatever it is. Um, you know, ta- and kind of connecting that back to the river, Willie, I know probably like, two, but it's gotta be a couple months it was a now. Month. It was on my birthday, April. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. So we were, uh, you were, you sent a group text to, to our little group of friends and you were like, watch King five news tonight. It's going to be epic. And so we all t- tuned in and there's Willie on the, uh, on the river with, the governor of the state of Washington, Jay Inslee, mm-hmm. senator from the state of Washington, Maria Cantwell, and uh, Marilyn Strick- Strickland, our local congresswoman. Yeah. And was, how, yeah. how did that come about? And also, I had no idea that the Nisqually River was like rerouted, basically, when they made I-5. Oh, to- we're, we can talk about it a little more off, too, about just the whole how this river looks now. It's crazy, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't really know how that happened. And David Trout, I think, actually kind of started it. Our natural resources director got the conversation going with the governor's office. And it just sounded like then he's then he sends me a, or he called me. He's like, hey, Cantwell, Strickland and the governor want to go for a boat ride together. And I'm like, yeah, OK, yeah, schedule it, whatever. And uh, a couple weeks later, we had the date ready to go. Um, I mean, it was kind of, it's unreal. I don't think about it like that. I think yeah. about it as our river. We're going to do it. Trey was down there driving one of the boats even, nice. you know, and it was more or less of like, I want for me, I want this, my safest and most trustworthy people on the river driving the boats. Yeah. We had what Robert McGee, our cousin was on there, fishermen. You know, we had people we knew who were going to take care of the, you know, the leadership. 
and showed them just the respect and and it was great i mean it goes back to the 50 years of the bolt decision you know i think and it's hard not to get emotional because i really think about 50 years where we've come okay my dad's getting recognized as a representative of the state of washington in washington dc yeah and i had three of the most respected people in the state let alone throughout uh politics you know in federal state and local government in the boat without the, any staffers no agenda right like i got home i think it was or maybe the next day peg goes do you ever think about what if what if you'd erect i was like i thought about that i was like that was the scariest thing ever you know but, like my business mind is like did they sign waivers <laughs> yeah and i was like i oh, know there's this is a straight yeah old school uh, handshake agreement kind of yeah but but to be able to have that opportunity i mean even myself, you know, everything I've been through to just sit there and think about having those three. And growing up, you know, I, I've known Cantwell since I was young and I've been in her office and I've always heard how tough she can be. And she's never been like that to me. I don't know if it's, you know, because of my dad or we just never maybe upset her, though. But she's one of the most, you know, down to earth people there. And just getting a chance to talk with her without staff without anybody else right you know and and getting to know her a little bit more and even the governor i mean it was the four of us there with nobody else and well they had a, a state patrol security there right but i mean that's a different experience so how long were you guys actually on the river together for it's about an hour about an hour wasn't it they obviously they clip it down to like a five well, it was about, we were so we were on a tight schedule so we did an hour on the river then we went up to the school and we met for about 45 minutes with them in the uh, nice. library so we had them for about two hours i mean two and a half hours to get a senator congresswoman and our governor. governor yeah i mean but the best thing about it and you know we all love our staffers but to get them away from everybody and just have that conversation with them. I mean, down to, but getting to talk to my nephew, but getting to talk to other councilmen. You know, Trey, he drove the, all the tribal council who went down there. So it wasn't just me, it was all of us getting a chance to mingle and it's almost like breaking bread. Granted, you're not having lunch, but you're getting back to the basics of, yeah. you know, going out and touring our, this is our river. This is something we take pride in and we don't take ownership, we take pride in it to right. make sure that that thing is gonna be safe. Well, and, you know, the, the thing that stuck out to me watching that news segment about it was you could see you could see and hear in your voice what the river means mm -hmm. to you. You know what I mean? What it meant to your dad and your grandfather and all the way back. So it was like I, I was, you know, I'm, I was happy to see like three local politicians yeah. get to get to hear that up close and personal. Because I know, you know, I know what that means to you. Well, and, it's kind of crazy. So. I mean, you know, that like. I, I never used to talk like this, though. Like, I never, you know, when my dad was here, I never had to really and really think about it. Is it. Or maybe it was I didn't want to accept it yet because he was still here doing that, you know, maybe. Right. But even, I mean, Peg remembers it was one, it was about a year, a year and a half out of treatment, probably, I think I came. And I had that yellow shirt on and I did an interview. Was it on Hearst? I was on Como or King Five. No, it was um, right after the North of Falcon agreements, and it's like 2016, I think. That's it. The North of Falcon process I think I was on went, home monitoring went still. really. <laughs> it went really bad that year, and um, it was uh, a lot of our tribal leaders were starting to say like. Um, the system feels broken. There's, um, we got to a place where there was trust, and now we're not trusting our co-manager again. And so um, 
it, it got really volatile with the sports fishermen. Remember they and, couldn't find anybody to do the interview? Yeah, the sports fishermen were, um, you know, about to have protests because they couldn't fish and you have nets over the water. You know, the same blah, blah, yeah. blah, racist rhetoric. And then um, they found Willie to interview and Willie just knocked it out of the water. I had this and... like yellow, like, <laughs> like uh, neon yellow like <laughs> shirt on. And it was the first time I ever spoke and like, I think that was like for me it kind of like me i know i've always had it but i don't think i you know it's a lot of responsibility yeah for one but then you realize who else is going to do it for one i mean i see no leadership no communication between our tribes within our own tribes our state our federal relations but i mean the states and the feds i mean the relationship with each other and i think what the most interesting thing about that interview that day was is um Willie, um, Willie stayed the course, as his dad would say. The interviewer um, from the oh, news outlet, right. I don't even remember what news outlet was. Cool. He kept trying to um, uh, trap Willie into, uh, into the negative uh, racist narrative. And Willie just kept straight on and, you know, kept talking about the positive and no what, what we said. need to do. And yeah. so I think that was really a turning moment where... Um, people seeing that um, Willie's ready to go and he's ready to step into this uh, this new leadership role yeah. and ever since then he just uh, transcends and every time he talks he is um, he's he evolves every time he just uh, amazes me every single time he talks and in the way that he's able to bring people together um, is is so powerful it's profound and powerful yeah. i think him and him and his cousin hanford mcleod um they're they're a dynamic duo and um people just gravitate to them and they um you know they like what what they have to say and you know they're not bullshitting they're not yeah. they're never bullshitting the um they they have solutions and um they're just well, they're very amazing the heart, i can't you know obviously i'm biased people but to just kind of one do their job right but realize it's for all of us mm-hmm. you know and it goes back to this whole experience with the three officials yeah. you know and then they took the time to come into the school you know senator mm-hmm. cantwell told me she goes willie do we really have to meet you know in the library she goes i want to w- listen to the kids and and talk to the kids she goes i don't want to sit down and meet with all and i'm like ah me neither because I think it was a big, big yeah. but no, so the bigger group, she's like, I don't really want to sit down with everybody. I'd rather go talk to the kids in the uh, gym. Because, they, you know, the school did a big welcoming with the kids. I mean, it was something to see. It was something my grandpa, that was the reason that school was built. That was the reason why they fought and got arrested. You know, that's the reason why we're recognizing my dad today and our language is coming back. Yeah. You know, we're seeing that all. It, it's the, the generation of healing, for one. You know, there's a lot out going on right now you could probably feel it jay you see it on the news oh yeah i mean the hate the anger towards just the world right now and we have it within our own people because of the generational trauma and the lack of the connection to uh you know the spirituality but it goes back to the lack of our salmon it goes back to the lack of our resources that keep us whole as native people keep us healthy keep us healthy you know the the thing that worries me more than anything jay that keeps me up at night is that our native people are not going to understand you know the next generation is not going to understand what it's going to take 
to continue keeping our way of life. And that's not the casino. That's not these smoke shops. That's not who's got the biggest house or the next pair of Jordans or the biggest car. Right. You know, that's about our cultural values of our salmon, our water. You know, this green, the green trees out here, making sure your lake has water. I mean, making sure we have water we can drink out of the sink. I mean, being able to harvest our medicines. And I mean, that should that shouldn't be just a tribal issue. That should be a, a issue for everybody to yeah. want to keep it clean here. And then you got these yahoos out here. I mean, Peg and I were joking about it today. Those crazy guys from Yelm. Remember, they thought we had a concentration yeah. camp. <laughs> you know, and it's like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me here? Right. Oh, especially because I'm half Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. God, I mean, man. The world we yeah. live in. They but, don't know, but They don't know uh, how bad they missed the mark on that one. <laughs> but the good thing about it, Jay, is, you know, there's... There's more good days than bad days, and I feel like we have a group of leaders, you know, not just, you know, leadership at a tribe, but, you know, younger people who want to see this positive change, and they want that that sense of pride. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of us grew up, we didn't have that sense of pride because maybe our people were so angry and bitter, you know, like we were so tight-knit at Nisqually. Like when I first got on council, people used to get mad at me for going to talk to schools. You know, because we were trying, you know, because they were just so, and it, you know, I didn't understand it. And I thank God my dad was still here to, you know, make me understand it. But now look at the relationship we have with the schools. No, you know, people sad. are proud of that to see our flag hanging at every school. That's amazing. Granted, yeah. it's not a It's perfect, not perfect. But we still have to hold them accountable. Yeah. And it's not a check the box. So they know that, you know, but you know, you, that's the problem. But it's progress. It right? is, and that's the problem is people want that instant gratification. Yeah. Well, and we're also getting rid of the box checkers. Yeah. No, we really are. I mean, that's the problem. Way too many box checkers out there. <laughs> and, you know, our, we were with uh, my cousin Nancy, who we tried to get her to come today, but you, you need her just on her own. We'll get her here and then okay. let her. I gotta get Hanford again over We'll here get too. Hanford too. Yeah, separate. We recorded an epic podcast. Yeah, he got too stoned. We, uh, uh, we had to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could. I was. Handle. I was too. Yeah. I was it it didn't work out too well for Hanford, and but it was. Yeah. You know, it was a rainy day. Yeah. You know, it depends on the energy, the right. mood. You know, if it's nice day today. So yeah, it wasn't my finest uh, <laughs> MCing job on that time, podcast. Though. We did have a good time though. You guys just laughed. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of like I tried to mediate between yeah. him and Hanford. And Hanford they, it, was yeah. Hanford it just was didn't go well. Like his, he, you know, usually he's outgoing and talking. He was just kind of short on his his answers, and it was yeah. It was good. it was still good. He's we'll do good. it again. Yeah, he's he's a fun guy for sure. Um, but you know, I, I I know you guys have taken some time out of your Sunday to oh, come over good, here, man. and I Shoot. appreciate it. We're actually heading to um, Vegas tomorrow for. Uh, oh. We're going to work though. Uh, there's oh. a big conference there. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Peg and I are so. That'll be fun, man. Hope you guys have a good time. We're going to catch up with Dick. Dick's going to meet us. Oh, is he? Nice. He was asking about you, too. Oh, yeah. Tell him I said hello. He's got Uh, Lily set up with Indian Country today. Yeah, I'm doing an interview with Indian Country today, Tuesday at 730 in the morning. Talk about the statue. But I think we're really going to start pushing this statue now and really get out there and figure out a a good plan with it on, you know, going. I I really want to see our tribes not here in just Washington. I want to see our tribes in Indian country step up, the ones who can step up. Yeah. Really, because, you know, it's not just our tribes here. It's everywhere. It's in, indigenous people all over the world, really. I mean, you think about the yeah. the racist people. Are, my cousin Nancy was talking about when she went to the White House, the feeling when she saw Andrew Jackson's picture. 
you know, and you think about that, you know, that just that hate and anger to have one of our own now going back to D.C. That's, that's pretty beautiful. amazing. It's really beautiful, is. man. We, I well, love it. One of the things real quick before we wrap it up about the statue is that we were talking about uh, kind of the design and the look of my dad, you know, and they showed us some looks and I was like, man, let's look. Those are plain. Those are boring. No, Wehini's going to be the most energetic person in that goddamn statutory <laughs> yeah. hall. Like when people, walk, be, when people walk in there, like they're not going to want to see anything but Washington because of what yeah. they heard about that statue. That's what I want it to be. The impact, the story it's telling. It's not going to be just a picture. I mean, it's or a, just a him. It's going to be a story with it, you know? Right. And I think there's he'll be the fifth out of four native statues out of the, is it one or two? 300 statues in Washington, D.C. Oh, well. So you think about that. What, there, no, there's, there's two, two in every state. Every state so. so 100? Yeah, 100. So he'll five. it'll be five out of 100 that are Native Americans. And um, this Billy will be a modern-day Native American of our time that so many people knew. That's I mean, that's, uh, that's monumental. So I mean, that that no pun intended, but that's super mon- monumental. That oh, no, is so this is going to be I'm, huge, Jay. I'll I'm make excited. sure you got that VIP pass. Oh, yeah. you know, make I'm sure you're right that. there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's that. it's going to be huge, you know, just not even grasping it yet. And and it was a great meeting, you know, uh, the other day was just last week. And the energy, you could see the energy mm-hmm. on that. People Everybody's were excited, excited, you know. Nobody was like, oh, well, we can't do this. You know, sometimes you get on these calls and it's like Debbie Downers are like, well, it's going to do this or it's going to cost. Everybody was like, okay, let's get it done. You know, and to see that, it's going to be awesome. That's very cool. Well, one last question, Willie. I know oh, yeah. that you got to, we got to talk about the Sonics yep, for yep. a second. Well, Pelosi, let's talk about Pelosi. Okay, so you, you I, with, we can start the yeah, whole conversation. So, so, so I know up. you went and saw Pelosi uh, speak and got to meet with her. So let's start it on my birthday. Okay. So we started with the governor. Right. Right. So that started great. I hit 40, right? Happy big 40. Birthday, went, big in, went in hard, right? Head 100 miles an hour on my yeah. birthday. So it was great. Then uh, a week later, I was so busy, I didn't realize I had all these events going on. You know, a lot of fundraisers and different things. Yeah, I think we were going to record at one point. Yeah, and, like, and I was uh, like, I can't make sorry, it. You, 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 I, you, I saw uh, Biden, too. Yeah. Remember, you, I you went, big, I was, yeah, so. You big time me. Okay, so. And I'm like, wait, who are you meeting with? You're like, oh, Pelosi and Biden. I'm like, oh, No, it was funnier than heck. So we had this meeting, uh, Fran and Northwest Indian Fish Commission, tribal leaders. I called this meeting a month ago. And it happened to be on the same Friday as Biden, right? Okay. And so my lobbyist in D.C. calls and he says, hey, I got you in with the president to go listen to him speak tomorrow. And I'm like, well, I can't make it. He's like, what the fuck do you mean you can't make it? He's like, it's the goddamn president of the United States. He's like, no, you're going to be there. And I, and Josh is a good friend of mine, so we could talk like this. But right, right. And so I was like, OK, you know, I, we sat in the front row, Jeremy, of the watching Biden I saw, I saw the I mean, video, yeah. It was, I mean, granted, you know, the politics, nobody's going to be better than Obama and Myers as far as his energy bringing, you know, hope, you know, but goddamn, Biden was on point. He was, was he? yeah, he was good. And caught him on a good day. Or? He was, hey, you know what? All politics aside, he was, he was on, this will get to my next point yeah. here, but he, he did a great job. And the, the fact he knew so much about Indian country was amazing. But uh, our, I told our chairwoman from Tulalip that she better watch out. I think Biden, you know, he, uh, he 
he wants to uh, have a have another dance or conversation with her. He really, <laughs> he loved our chairwoman Govin up there. You smell her but hair? no, it was the most oh, amazing shit. thing. He he came right to her after he was done. Yeah, and gave her this big hug, embraced her, and he said, and she said, "Thank you so much for what you do to Indian for Indian country." You know, and the reason Biden knows that is because Senator Inouye. Senator oh, Inouye was such a huge impact on Joe Biden when he was in the Senate for so long. And so you think about these relationships and how it all ties back together, mm-hmm. you know, and then a week later, I'm with Nancy. So Nancy Pelosi event. Somehow, Jeremy, I don't know how I ended up on this stuff. I wasn't trying to get in and other right. tribes have been jealous of me getting in. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know how I, I got a good lobbyist. Yeah. So he, he, we have this event Tuesday night in Seattle. It's on Lake Washington. Big, good fundraiser for, uh, what is it? The DNC? Right, okay. and there were some good folks there, and Congressman Kilmer, some other tribal leaders, and uh, I've never seen—I don't really pay attention to politics right now. You know, I don't see Pelosi all the time. Right. You know, uh, I don't know how she's amazing for one. Like, well, let let's be real here. One, she's what eighty-two. She just gets back from uh, Ukraine, less than twenty-four hours. Yeah, I I didn't even want to drive to Seattle that night. (laughs) I was like dragging ass. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, I'll go. But it's it rejuvenated me to realize the big picture here. And the fact that she knew about my dad, she knew about the statue, like she talked about it. And the fact that, you know, she kind of it was like a dinner of like 30. Uh You know, we're just sitting at these tables, you know, kind of on Lake Washington it's cold outside. Right. And she she takes the mic and runs with it. So she's asking people, they got questions. <laughs> Who wants to talk? She's going around this dinner, like the, her energy. And she was amazing, you know, wow. and getting, getting a chance to see that. Then the next day, this is the Sonics part. So this is where the Sonics story comes in, right? Yeah. So I was uh, asked to speak with, uh, attend this uh, event for Chambers Bay. Uh, working on for the golf course yeah near the golf course down in one of our usual in the custom areas with uh, our medicine creek tribes okay so we're down there um it was myself the chair chairman from pialop uh speaker of the house pelosi um congresswoman strickland and uh, a few other folks were there just kind of it was press conference and they were doing a bunch of uh work down there restoration work climate change stuff you know, she was just full of energy that day. She was just on a roll, right? So yeah. she comes, and like it's four of us are welcoming her. You know, it's very cut off. I mean, Secret Service. These guys are like real Secret Service. I mean, this is the third. Right. She's third in charge. You know. Yeah. And so she comes out, and the first person she sees is me, and she comes straight to me. You know, and she grabs my arm, and she said, "I'm so excited to see you again." She goes, "You know." I'm so proud of what the tribes are doing down here, you know, for the work and the restoration. I'm like, you know, she knows this, you know, and I'm like, it it just blew my mind that this woman, third in charge of the government, is telling me about my dad, talking about my dad, too. And so there's pictures we gave her a uh, engraved pic. Did you see what she was holding? I didn't know. Oh, I'll have to send it yeah, to you if we got a picture. Studio. And so we're making... I did see she was holding something. I didn't... Yeah, like, and so it's it's engraved of my dad, like my dad, a picture of my dad uh-huh. and our canoe and some other things, you know, and she was proud of that, you know, and, and so if you've ever been down to Chambers where we were, it's not very stable. 
she's in high heels, right? Dressed to a T, you know? Yeah. But it's that grandma still to where she, she goes, hey, can I hold your arm? You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, you know, like, you know, anything. Right. And like, this is Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. And like, That's I'm helping crazy. her, I'm helping her across the grass. But to, to see the fact that she recognized all of the tribes in this area, the native people, and yeah. I mean, it's huge. I know that there's so much BS out there with politics, and I don't, you know, right. I, for me, I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. You're either good or you're you're not good right you know you either understand that we need clean water we need clean air we need these trees to be green yeah or you're like the goddamn ex-president like trump i mean really yeah and like that changed the world that literally changed us but we got to get back to absolutely we got to get back to that healthy lifestyle i agree man i agree so Right, so, oh, so we gotta finish. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Yes. So wait. So I see a tweet come through. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. Okay. From uh, Chris okay, Daniels well, okay, from yeah. Five News. So after the, so I get to speak at this event, and I'm like, okay. first of all, I didn't understand how I was speaking, but it was great. You know, I was really honored to have that. You know, because that's a, another area where our people used to get arrested. You right. Know, right there, and so I was, I was very honored. But Peggins, uh, my mother-in-law, made me this uh, Sonics medallion. They were still here. They had to be, right? 2007 or 8, maybe? You almost said Seahawks, but you gave that one. No, no, hold on. That's part of the story, too. So, <laughs> so the Sonics medallion she made, it's probably 2007. They were still here. And I've had it ever since, and I don't wear it very often. I rock it when, it, when I need to. And I was like, oh, I'm going to rock this, you know? And so... First, I get to the event. I'm standing there. And this isn't just like a medallion. No, this, this is, is like a beaded. Handmade, this beaded. is a. This would be like priceless. Right. This is a. This is something that one of I, one. This is something that I had to call my mother-in-law and make sure she approved. Right. Like I had to make sure she was okay with this. You know. So I hope she's make. If she hears this, I hope she makes me another medallion, <laughs> Sonics one. But uh, you know, the congresswoman. First thing she says to me is gives me a hug. And we start and talking. This is Marilyn Strickland. We're yeah, Congresswoman about, yeah. Strickland. She goes. Uh, Hey, did you watch a basketball game last night? You know, talking to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, actually, I didn't realize she was such a hoop star. I guess I should have knew that when that day on the river, real quick, she was wearing lugs in boots. Yeah. I knew Strickland was just even, uh, you know, yeah, that was like more our, amazing. That, that was like our uniform. Yeah. Like right. Like that was our high school, <laughs> like lugs, timber, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. So. She starts talking to me about the Sonics medallion, and I knew I was going to be with the congresswoman later that night at one of her fundraisers. So we're talking, you know, and we go through with our event, and uh, Chris, Han what was his name? The, I think it's... Uh, the reporter. Sorry. It's... I'm blanking on it. Oh, anyway, so um, he comes up to me after from King 5, and he says, hey, uh, he goes, Chairman, is that a Sonics medallion there? And I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, can I take a picture? I thought he was going to interview me. He's like, no, can I take yeah. a picture of the medallion? Chris, Chris Daniels. Chris Daniels, yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, you know, where'd you get that? What's the story behind it? You know, and I, I was like, yeah, my mother. Well, then he said Peg made it. So that was fine, too, though, like in the tweet. Oh, no. oh, did he? I corrected okay. the tweet. And so it was, it was uh, Peg's mom. And so he said, yeah, you know, uh, kind of asked the story and it was kind of funny i was like yeah i mean they got a lot of hype then i saw that and i sent it to you guys yeah and so you know right after i talked to this congresswoman that day and then he talked to me i was like oh i'm gonna gift this to her my mother-in-law says it's okay so we were at this event out at uh on yelm highway do you remember the name of it it was at a fundraiser kind of by lowe's there's a little house up oh, there on yeah, the hill okay. 
And so I said, all right, well, you know, we, when we go attend these, they always want to hear from the tribes anyway. Right. You know, we say just talking about the support, the positivity, the work we do together. And this one I knew it was going to be special. One Hanford came, he sang a song, you know, so nice. we knew we'd have our whole council. And I was like, all right, I'm going to gift her this. And she almost started crying. It was the, one of the most amazing things ever. That's and awesome. it just shows the realness and how good of a person that she is. You know, and, yeah. and it wasn't any political BS behind right. it. It's about just the fact that those are the people you want to work with, real people who grew up from here. Yeah. You know, she went to school in Tacoma. Bring back our Sonics, man. Dude, we no, gotta, hey, we gotta bring our Sonics coming. back. I think they're coming, man. I don't, I, can, I don't want to tell you anything on the air, Jay, but my, I got a good friend who works for the Seattle City Council. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just say Willie, that. Willie, you're telling me off the air. I'll right? tell you off the air, but okay. I'll just tell you that the hockey team is doing great right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the hockey team is doing great. That's You know, that's I don't want to say, I'll tell you the story off the air. We can talk about All right. it. More, All right. But I don't want to get beat intrigue. up by my auntie. We'll leave some intrigue. She's a tough Blackfeet woman, so she might kick my butt if I, I tell uh, too much of it. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I won't, I won't reveal any sources. Um, you can tell me off the air, but yeah, yeah. I just thought that on top of everything else that you do, I can't even all the yeah. amazing work, Willie. Like keeping it's unreal, like, like Jay. Chris Daniels in his tweet, he was like, "If you wonder yeah. how much people here love the Sonics, like just look at this like small gesture or whatever, and you can see like what it means to them." Well, people. I didn't. Uh, I never did see if anything happened when Strickland had it on. I didn't. I didn't check to see, else. but maybe they. You know, the tweet I, was viral. I, I, I know Strickland. I know Strickland's ready. She's like, we need to bring the Sonics back. Yeah, I'd be. I mean, just thinking about that with the NBA though and everything. I mean, like Trey, when did you move up here? Two thousand. Twenty twelve. Twenty. No, it was before that. Two thousand ten. Nine or twenty eleven. Was it? So the Sonics were gone. Four years gone already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tay gone. was born a year. What five years after the Sonics? She didn't even know. Doesn't know who the Sonics are. Like, I mean, it's sad because like that's none who of we our grew up with. None of our nephews know about the no. Sonics, man. None of our, our yeah. The Rain Man. I mean, like, Sean, I oh, I did go check out Sean Kemp's uh, store downtown. Though. Oh, nice. He's got a great store though. Yeah, that's definitely cool, check it out. It's a little we'll sketchy area, but is it? <laughs> we'll definitely do that too. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for coming over and giving uh, giving us an update on. Salmon defense on the statue going up on just kind of everything Sonics like uh, you know who you've been able to meet with Willie and you know just talking about the river and the clean water and the salmon like all important things and we're gonna we're gonna link up the Salmon Defense Fund yeah. for for with the podcast so you guys can check that out uh, you know donate so we can get the statue built so we can uh, head back to DC yeah, man back to DC and then make it happen so Willie. Peg, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll do it again soon. Yes, sir, Jay. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right.